Okay. Um, I'm going to tweet, but it's not letting me tag people. So, rip. I don't know why it's doing that. Now I'm on mute. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I tweeted something out. You can just retweet that. Oh, no. I already tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> we can both tweet. I'll retweet you anyway. Oh, I have a new, better picture of me with Ben Brode. I should probably give you guys. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, let's go. So you got one that somebody else took where you weren't squinting into the lights. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, hell yeah. I. It was indoors, <laughs> right in front of the Hearthstone stage. Aw, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. After you mentioned it, when you were like, oh, you took the picture, I was like, wait, does he mean me? And then I was like, oh, I do remember that. Mm But I'm glad I missed the trivia because I would have never met Chris Metzen if I didn't leave at, at exactly that moment. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. cool that you met him. Yep. He was just like walking with his entire family. Aww. Yeah. Do you want to know a little secret? What? I'll tell after your story. You tell the story first, though. I want to know how you met him. Like, did you just go up to him and were you like, yeah? Um, okay, like, we were just waiting at the crosswalk. And I, I like, I, I looked at him, but I didn't recognize him. It wasn't until he spoke to his uh, daughter that I realized, oh, my God, that's Chris Metzen. And um, I, I freaked out for, like, five seconds, and then I composed myself I was like hey are you Chris Metzen he was like yeah and I was like you mind if I take a selfie with you and he's like sure <laughs> cute uh, I loved his post uh Sunday it was like mission accomplished went completely incognito in just my hat <laughs> Yeah, he, I mean, he grew out his beard, he was wearing a hat, he was trying very hard to not get recognized. Yeah. Oh. Alright, well, I've got 901. The, uh... Are y'all ready to do a show? Yeah, let's go. Yep. Alright. Uh, let me make sure you guys can hear the music. Sweet. Alright, starting in 5, 4, 3. Welcome to the Innkeepers Podcast. We're glad you found your way here. And welcome to episode 8 of the Innkeepers Podcast. We are a podcast for Innkeepers covering Hearthstone's fireside gatherings. With insight and information, we hope all of our fellow Innkeepers find you. On this episode, we are excited to have Weva back on the show, following his Tavern vs. Tavern win at BlizzCon. I'm Patrick from Knoxville, Tennessee. We also have Aliri from Halifax, Nova Scotia, and as I said, rejoining us today is our guest. I and couldn't hear what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't hear what you yeah. said. <laughs> we have our guest and uh, the first winner of the Tavern vs. Tavern tournament, Weva from Fairfax, Virginia. Welcome back. Hey. Well, I'm glad to be back. So, all right. 
coming up on this episode, <laughs> we are going to talk Tavern vs. Tavern Finals with uh, Weva himself, and we're going to talk a little bit about the new expansion and planning your Cobalt and Catacombs launch parties. So, Aliri, before we jump into that, why don't you tell us a little bit about where they can find us in our social media? Yes, of course. So, for social media, you can find us in the Discord. That is the easiest and best place to get a hold of us. There is a link in our Twitch chat, hash, uh, exclamation point Discord. That will give you the link. Um, yeah, find us there. That's where we post everything. We also have YouTube and we have podcasts up in the ready now for you to listen to and you can find all of those links on our twitch channel buttons that are available for you there all right so before we get into all of that for those of you who may have missed last week's episode we like i said we want to welcome weva back to the show so uh for those who may have missed it why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself weva um I am the innkeeper for the Cave Gaming Center. I've been doing it just over two years, and I've been an innkeeper probably like a little a little under three years. I used to run um, events at George Mason University on a like monthly basis, and that's how the cave heard of me. And then they asked me if if I wanted to run their weekly Hearthstone events, and I was like, yeah. And I've been doing it for two years now. Um, I pride myself on us being a competitive tavern. We focus on getting people, uh, like helping people uh, fulfill whatever their hearthstone, competitive Hearthstone endeavors are, whether that be hitting rank five, uh, reaching legend, or uh, jumping into HCT. Uh, we help basically everyone do that. And so um, it meant a lot to actually win tavern versus tavern. Yeah, so. yeah, it's incredible. You're the first one. You're the first yep. innkeeper to have a team go to BlizzCon, and you won. I yeah. mean, like, what was that? What was that moment like for you? Um, it was. It, it's so hard to describe because, um, it well, when I saw it when Tavern vs Tavern was announced, I was like, this is perfect for me. This is per this is exactly what I've been looking for. And like, I need to win this. I absolutely need to win this to prove um, that how that um, we uh, we are the best competitive tavern in the world. So, and my, and I knew that all along, uh, but I need. Uh, we felt we need to prove that as a tavern, and so we 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 try hard at this tournament. I'll say that. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> so we we you know just. For those, uh, it came down to you versus Razor Store SF. Uh, both teams had fought through multiple rounds in this tournament to make it to to the big stage at BlizzCon. So, starting you know from the beginning, you know after you guys qualified and knew you were going to BlizzCon, tell us a little bit about how you guys prepped what the travel was like out there, what happened once you arrived, because I know you guys got there a day before the event, so you had a little time to actually go in and probably practice, and, and just take us through it, you know, uh, each event at a time leading up to the start of the, the Grand Finals. Okay. Um, we hold our, week, our, uh, our event every single Friday. And so the Friday right before we left is where we got most of our practice in uh, for the tavern brawl, that tavern, that fireside brawl format. And uh, we got a little bit of practice in before that. And we actually thought after our first practice session, Rogue was just far and away the best deck. If you could pick Rogue, you always picked Rogue. And then uh, Pac-Man and Conrad were testing for like four hours and they discovered the druid strat that we were using and it didn't go so well on stream but in practice like it was um like usually the person who started druid uh had like had like 90 percent win rate it, it like so um it just didn't nothing went our way 
it was uh, basically the entire point of the strategy was to um, use the druid quest and we were intentionally going to die. And then if we got druid or priest the next round, uh, we basically fulfilled the quest and then we would get to a point where we basically won the game, but then we don't kill our opponents and they would just clear the board every single turn and get a bunch of zero mana minions in their hand. And then the next, and then after we got a full hand of zero cost minions, like big ones, we would kill our opponent and then we would fill the board with like up to 20 damage. And so it didn't matter what our opponent picked because they were going to die the next turn. So, but unfortunately it just didn't go our way. And then, um, after that, we uh, traveled out to BlizzCon. Um, most of us arrived by Wednesday night, and we got to meet up with Nicole B uh, Balak, who is awesome. Um, and she basically took care of us the entire weekend. She met us at our, at our hotel um, and uh, gave us our badges, our goodie bags. And then we uh, basically just hung out with her for uh the entire night and then the next morning we went into the convention center and we got like in two hours of practice before we had to rehearse um for uh the actual competition um and then after that friday we basically just got to enjoy the conference and sunday we competed and we won <laughs> So That's, here's my question. Yeah. What was in the goodie bag? Um. What were the goods, Cueva? What were the goods? It, okay, it, it's downstairs. I can get it. Um, it was a backpack. And uh, basically the front side of the backpack was completely Velcro. Mm -hmm. And you got these little sticky, uh, like, Velcro stickers you could put onto the front. And, like, so they gave you one for each franchise and then you could buy more at the shop cool. and also doing different things at the conference would get you different ones as well so like if you did something wow related like world of warcraft you would get a pepe like the low bird if you uh -huh. um did something like at the nvidia booth you got nvidia if you did something at the corsair booth you got corsair one uh so like it was kind of a way to track what you did at the con conference um, and then it came with some other, like, came with, like, a pin, uh, one of the new Cupa Dudleys for Overwatch, and a, uh, Mercy keychain. Very cool. Very that's, cool. That's awesome. So you got the, uh, yeah. you got the BlizzCon goodie bag in just, you know, included with your uh, badge for going. That's really awesome. Yeah. So. It was actually really cool. We we got pro player badges, and uh, that that felt really good to have one of those. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. Did you get to hang out in like the pro player area or anything like that? Uh, we did on Thursday, uh, but not really on Friday. Uh, my my players did on Saturday because they were like. Uh, backstage like 30 minutes before uh, HSI was over so they were just hanging back there getting ready mm-hmm and so then my, my question for you and I, I saw this on your uh, Twitter feed Thursday night uh, what was it like meeting Mike Morham <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, we went to the um, my team got invited to the blizzard uh, Esports Mixer. Uh, it's a party that happens Thursday night right before the conference, and basically um, anyone involved at esports in esports uh, at BlizzCon shows up. So uh, and Mike Morheim apparently likes to attend. So that was it was it was the first time I ever met a billionaire, so it was kind of intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was a really cool guy. Um, and it was funny, uh, Ray C, uh, the, the, if you guys know who he is, the player, mm -hmm. he actually just bumped into me when I was talking to Mike 
and he was like, hi. And I was like, uh, Mike, this is Ray. And uh, Ray was like, who is this? And I was like, the CEO and co-founder of Blizzard. <laughs> and he was like, oh. He, no, he must have been kidding. He no, he was, he was serious. Yeah, he, he, no he, way. He, he, you know Ray, yeah. I can totally see Ray doing that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> story. <laughs> and uh, you were telling us before the show, before we went live, that you even uh, got to see uh, Chris Metzen. The yes. Metzen himself. Yeah, um, on my way back from the conference, right after we won, uh, we were just waiting right next to each other at the crosswalk on the way back to the hotel, and I was like, oh my god, is that Chris Metzen? <laughs> <laughs> he was there with his family. So I tried to not intrude too much. I basically just asked for a selfie and told him thank you for making all the, these franchises that changed Aww. our lives. <laughs> So, Do you know so, what's crazy? Like so, like, and not to take away from you saying that to him, but like everyone must say that to him, and yeah. it is honestly like the most genuine thing every time. Like I'm sure. Yeah. Like what else do you say to him? It's just like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's kind of like meeting, you know, the creator himself. I mean, so what <laughs> what was what was the bigger moment? Winning Tavern versus Tavern, or taking a selfie with Chris Metzen. I mean, they've got to be up there. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely say winning Tavern versus Tavern because of what that meant to yeah. not just me, but everyone who came out with us, everyone who was on stage there, everyone back home. Like, um, oh, wow. I, yeah. um, the, I didn't know this, but uh, I visited the cave today and the owners greeted me uh extremely well and they're like we were all watching like the entire cave <laughs> was watching that's awesome and they were wow. talking about this huge gaming center they're all just apparently huddled around this tv watching people who didn't even play uh hearthstone people who like play league of legends or overwatch or whatever they know knew nothing about hearthstone but they were watching wow that must that must honestly be such an incredible thing to bring home you know we're obviously talking yeah. about the moments being there and the amazing experience being at BlizzCon and winning, but they're really, I'm hopeful there's this lasting effect bringing that back home for your community to really, you know, invigorate your community, although it seems very active, but to really, you know, you're going to have some fire in your step going into the 2018 season, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, 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 I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to say this. Uh, I uh, Right after, uh, Jason Chase handed me the uh, box trophy, which, uh, for those who are wondering, had uh, um, inside all of Team 5 signed. And um, I t uh, after uh, they cut away from us, I talked to him for like a good minute. And he told me that they have big plans for Tavern vs. Tavern. And it is definitely coming back. So everyone get ready. That's good. Awesome. That's good. Because good. I had to miss it this year. Yeah. But not next year. Well, uh, Team not Knoxville, you, we talked about this a little bit last week, but Team Knoxville was actually leading the cave going into uh, the third third set of games. <laughs> and no. so my yeah, guys. I, I, had to, I had to knock his team out. <laughs> my guys messaged me during the Tavern v. Tavern finals and were like, oh my gosh, the guys we lost to have, are going to win this thing. I'm like, that's right. And next year, we're going to knock off the champs. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a grudge match there. Yeah. But at least at least if you're going to lose to somebody, um, at least they won. You, know? right. you can be yeah. like, well, the only people that took us out were the, the guys that went on to win it. So. <laughs> so, yeah, no, we're really excited about the future of Tavern v. Tavern. It's I think it's going to be really good. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm excited to see how Blizzard expands on it even more next year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, they, they were talking about some really uh, cool, like, ideas for, like, formats and stuff like that. I made sure to emphasize, like, because they, 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 of course, asked us uh, what we thought of it. I, I emphasize a popper needs to be the first round. It was, it was just so perfect. Mm -hmm. And, like... When they do it, however many months from now, Popper's going to look completely different because of new cards, because of 
rotate certain cards rotating out, mm-hmm. you know. So, but it allows everyone to compete. Yeah. Like at a somewhat even level, and uh, for the second round, we were all given super accounts. So it just that they, they, I don't think they want to give out that many super accounts. Yeah. No. Yeah. For sure. And just so just just for those listening who might not know what the pauper format is, will you take a second there and explain it to them, Waver? Uh, pauper is where uh, there are, you can't play any legendaries, and I think it wasn't any epics. No, I think it was just. You're right. You're right. It was no epics, yeah. no legendaries. Yeah, yeah, no epics, no legendaries, and it was standard. And uh, basically, the way it worked, the, the the entire tournament up till the finals was that it was a round robin three v three. So every member of your team played every member of your opponent's team, and three matches went on at a time. And your uh, players could help each other with plays, um, but. And like, so uh, what we actually did because uh, to figure like spectating that through the client was absolutely like ridiculous. So what I did was I used a Google Hangout and I muted uh, the microphones on both sides, and so I could just switch between the three different screens because they're sharing screens of me, and I put it on the big screen, so we could keep track of all three matches at the exact same time from my tavern. That's a great cool. idea. Yeah, yeah, great way to approach that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it was a it was a great tournament. Congratulations yep. again. Yes. And, uh, major congratulations. So the other big news to come out of BlizzCon this weekend was we finally found out what the new expansion is going to be, and a lot of people were saying pirates. A lot of people thought it was going to be all death said pirates. <laughs> yeah. we, we said pirates at the end of the last episode. <laughs> yep, we did. And it ended up being kobolds and catacombs. Now, after seeing it, I'm really excited for this expansion. I don't know about you guys. I just I, realized I've been spelling kobolds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put an A in there. It's Anyway, I'm excited, and the reason I am honestly so, so excited about this is that with the past expansions, you know, it hasn't, I I played WoW for a very long time, and there was, like, I wasn't getting super connected to the theme of things, but my thing that I used to always do that would drive my friends crazy would, I I would always start new characters, because I would, you know, want to try a shaman or something like that, like, I would want to switch up classes, switch up races, so the number of times that I've gone through that dang mine in Goldshire with these, like, the kobolds deep mine, you notate candle, like, this to me is, like, true, like, the spirit, I don't know, spirit of wow and that world, and I am really pumped for this one. I really am. I think that there's a lot of fun that we can have with candles and with gems and with this, um, the dungeon type adventure that's coming in with it. I am absolutely pumped for this one i think the dungeon run is like the one of the best things they could have possibly done for hearthstone the fact that you um well i i personally wish you could use your own collection but the fact that they have it's all pre-built decks and that you don't even have to really own cards to play it and have this repeatable content for people uh, who are just getting into the game and also for people who maybe not like play against other people, I think it's going to uh, get an entire new audience in the Hearthstone. Did, did you get a chance to play it there on the show floor while you were at Um, I had an opportunity to, but unfortunately I didn't. <laughs> it's understandable. There was a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. it, it was just there's way too much going on. Um, and um, I, my friends are telling me about it, and I know this is going to get my hands on it eventually, so... It was kind of like I wanted to do other things, but I, I had a pretty good grasp of what it is, especially after watching the HSI. Yeah, so um, we we had a uh, we had a request in the chat to kind of explain what the dungeon content is. So for those of you who may have missed it, the solo adventure in this is going to be what's be what we're referring to as a dungeon crawl, basically. Um, you'll start with a deck of 10 cards, 
and you'll play a boss. And once you defeat that boss, you'll get to choose from a discover mechanic that gives you three additional cards to add to your deck, plus maybe a uh, another uh, bonus of like, you know, going forward, all your minions get plus one, plus one, or some kind of a stat boost. And as you progress through the dungeon, each dungeon will be randomly generated with eight bosses out of a possible 48 bosses. So as you progress, each one will get a little bit harder and a little bit harder until by the end, you've built a full deck and you're, you know, you've got these benefits and degradations that may be affecting you as you play, and you just go through and and try to defeat all eight bosses basically to get a win. And to Wava's point about replayability, you've got so many possible options out of the 48 bosses that every time you play this, it's going to be a little bit different, and you you just there, there's so many options and possibilities. I just think it's probably... I actually looked at one of my friends and said, I'm not really worried about them fixing ladder anymore because I'm going to probably be spending all my time in solo play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it definitely reaches a whole new audience. And that's what I like about it. it um, I just wish you... like. I like that they have pre-built decks, but I wish you could use your own collection. I really wish you could yeah. as well. And like build your own deck to play in it. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty interesting. You get to choose your first 10 cards. And oh, and the other yeah. thing is when you lose, you have to start all over. It's very roguelike in the fact that you only have the one life in the dungeon crawl. If you lose, you're out. And you have to start all over. Yep. So, so, so what, what, like, you just draw bad, start all over. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. could get a little frustrating if you get to, like, seven wins and then get a bad draw. But, you know. But that's a bit that, like that, Arena, that, you know. Yeah, but that, that adds to the replayability is that, like, you maybe next time you'll get luckier. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. All right. Let's talk about launch parties. Uh, yes. Wevo, I, I know uh, you guys are probably going to have a big old party at the cave uh, for the launch of this expansion. What do you guys normally do uh, for um, expansion launches? For expansion launches, we always do. I mean, we uh, every week we do a tournament. That's what, that's what my community is about is tournaments. So we do tournaments, um, uh, but and usually it's pretty much the same old, same old, except for I'll have like more stuff to give away, or um, we we will uh, have more prizing structure because it's like the release of expansion, and it's always so interesting because like usually the expansion comes out on a Thursday, and then our tournaments on Friday. So, like, people don't even get time to net deck at all. That's really cool. That's, yeah, yep. I love I and, love when you just have to, you know, people come in with home brews. That's so much fun. Yep. So, home brews. I've never heard it be called that. That's a fantastic <laughs> phrase for it. That, that yep. goes back That's to so my good. magic days. Is that a thing? <laughs> I haven't heard it be called that, but it's perfect. Home brews. So... <laughs> Aliri, what are you planning? Uh, what kind of events or side events or decorations do you like to incorporate into your launch events? The question is, what am I not planning? Um, <laughs> I'm going to get really hard into this one. Um, I'm really excited for the theme of it. One of the things I did um, confirm today was I had noticed a new community member from my last event. <coughs> I actually worked with her at EV Games, <coughs> excuse me, um, years ago, back when I did that. And she came to one of my, my last fireside gathering and we reconnected, added each other on Facebook, and I saw that she was posting these cool little 
things that she makes that are geeky and part of the gaming universe, different characters. She does do some Hearthstone stuff, but she does a bunch of different things. And so today I reached out to her and I said, hey, you know, planning the next event, are you interested in coming and being a vendor and just having like a table where people can, you can sell your wares kind of deal. Like it doesn't all have to be Hearthstone. Usually people aren't just specifically into Hearthstone. It could be anything in the Blizzard universe or other things too and so yeah she's she's gonna bring out her wares and sell them at my next event and I'm I am trying to add extra value for people coming out for things like that um there are craft fairs and things here that are pretty popular so I'm going to start trying to tap into some of those people that have those you know gaming type things especially if they make them themselves um and see if they'll come and maybe start building this like exclusive little marketplace that every event they'll have different things and it's an added attraction for people coming um so that's a new thing i'm going to try but in terms of specifically the kobolds and catacombs i love the dungeon run idea um i actually i couldn't help myself i was um, shopping just this weekend and there's holiday decor out for Christmas and there is it's like an outdoor light kind of for your house you can use it inside too and it has uh, blue red and green and it like mixes those colors around and on a on a wall it kind of looks like gemstones <laughs> so I got that <laughs> so I'm gonna really I really want to be playing into this whole thing of with a launch party, you're coming out and you're being launched into this adventure, into this game, and to have really um, interesting activities, but switching it up, um, but simple kind of come in and play stuff that necessarily isn't playing the game. Um, I really, my first call to action of the things I'm gonna make is I'm gonna take a normal game of Guess Who, you know the game where like you sit across from someone else and there's a bunch of faces and you have to try and guess who they have in front of them i want to make a hearthstone version of that i want to take you know jaina and all those characters and like pop those in there so that people can come and play like these games they recognize but it's got hearthstone twist to it um but then of course we're gonna do like dungeon speed running or something you know like we're definitely gonna playing to that dungeon theme i'm just really dungeon excited speed but, sound like fun yeah right but, and it's like if you whoever can beat the most bosses in the shortest amount of time gets like this bonus prize um because especially where it is you know because you're not building the decks it is very open to people coming in and just playing so I'm pretty excited, as you can tell <laughs> something that just came to me that i'm probably now just gonna do um is rather than normal tournament uh choose your own adventure tournament where i'm just like basically gonna do the same thing that ben bro did when he was revealing the cards but instead people were gonna unlock rules to how they build their decks for the tournament very cool that's yeah, awesome i like it yeah how about you avantes what are you gonna do <laughs> <laughs> so um I really like the idea of the dungeon speedruns. That's that's something I will probably uh, steal. I mean, incorporate into my event. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm stealing that too. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm probably going to just kind of have a good old fashioned uh, fireside gathering. Nothing. Probably uh, we we like to do uh, pack openings. Like everybody buys their uh, fifty pack bundle and then we kind of get together and open packs together and see who pulls what and we we like yeah. like one of our favorite things to do is just kind of theory craft you know before before we go net decking looking at what everybody's playing we like to look at the cards and start to theory craft wow this would be good in this situation and this would be really good in this situation how much fun would it be you know to have you know fill your opponent's board with treasure chests from Marin the Fox so they can't play any more minions, you know? Mm, yeah. 
you know, just just fun stuff like that. And then we'll usually try to build decks and and start playtesting against each other. So, you know, we we may run and run a, a tournament of some kind, but it's it's mostly you know get together, have some fun, playtest, and check out a lot of the new stuff. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I know, especially with the other podcasts that you do, um, it is a lot of playtesting and things like that. And, you know, I'm really excited to see what everyone comes up with in the Discord server. I hope everyone shares what they're doing because we all have these different communities. Weva with your, you know, ultra competitive aspect. Yeah. Navantes with your deck building um, proficiencies as a community. It's going to be really cool to see what people kind of adapt from this theme and from this expansion to suit their community and their patrons. I'm really, I've said this like a hundred times, but I'm really excited. <laughs> Excuse me for this one. Okay. I'll stop saying I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know. It's understandable. Um, when I first saw the announcement, I was like, uh, cause I didn't, I don't like kobolds, but the, the, the dungeon run, um, and like just everything I'm thinking about when it comes to the theme of this event, I could see yeah. myself throwing some awesome firesides oh, and then deviating from my norm, which is usually pretty hard with my community, but I think they'll be able to embrace it a lot more this one, this time around. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, uh, there you go. If you guys are looking for ideas for your, uh, very own uh, launch parties you know take what we've talked about or if you have other ideas that we might not have talked about let us know about them in the uh, podcast chat in the discord we'd love to hear from all of you uh, what ideas you have for a kobolds and catacombs launch party so alright it's exciting stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> I had to get one more in there. Mar Marspad in chat says hundreds and thousands of candles. Start collecting now. <laughs> oh, I God. do want to see if I can find a way that is cost effective or efficient to have it so everyone leaves with a little candle. Because the whole you know take candle, it'll be like Oh no, you get candle or something, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just thinking of how to get a really, really big candle and make that my trophy. Like, you nice. don't think it's too heavy to lift. Ooh, ooh. Maybe, maybe, here's an idea. Go buy one of those little, uh, like, plastic toy, like, yellow hard hats and melt a candle to the top of it so that it sticks. You know, take candle. Yeah. Oh, you mean like make yeah. like a helmet? Yeah. yeah. And there's an actual candle on it. Yeah, you like melt like, the candle like the, to the top like, of the helmet and then you wear it around at your fireside. I'm pretty sure the kobolds, maybe they didn't have it on the helmet. They didn't I don't have think it they had it on the helmet. No, no, they had it on their head, but I'm not, I'm not that committed. I me mean either. <laughs> 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 All right. Someone will do it. It might be bites. It'll know. probably it's be bites. Definitely gonna be bites. <laughs> yeah, shout out to bites who is like the best the innkeeper. innkeeper. Yeah, he was the innkeeper at BlizzCon <laughs> this weekend. Like, he was all over the place. Like, I just remember pulling up my Facebook and just seeing uh, Corsair post a picture of him like on the Corsair chair with his mug, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, it's an incredible cosplay. He um, he epitomizes the innkeeper. So props to yep. you and massive shout out to Bites for that. You're repping us good. Repping yep. us good, that's yep. for sure. Yep. Also, he threw an awesome fireside at Calm uh, Pond Before the Storm. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there he held a really, really cool one there too. So um, uh, awesome. if... Yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of people got their nemzies through that. Oh, that's good. Awesome. Yeah. That's good. All right. So, um, do we have any uh, listener questions in the Discord channel, O'Leary? Um, I didn't see any. Let me just take a real quick little double check. I don't see any. Okay. All right. 
like I said, if you guys have any ideas for your parties, uh, please let us know. Use that uh, podcast chat channel in the Discord. We'd love to hear from you. Um, any last thoughts or questions before we uh, wrap up for the night? Aliri, do you have anything you want to ask Weva that you haven't asked yet? Was it like... I don't know how to say it. I was going to say, like, was it worth it? Obviously, it was worth it. You won. But, you know, like, just, you know, the training and everything that you went through with your team. Like, um, I, even if we got were knocked out really early, it was worth it. We yeah. bonded. Like, I mean, we were already really good friends in the first place. But we bonded uh, so well through this experience uh, and this practice. Like... So uh, one of my firesides, instead of having a tournament, we just sat around and we did practice drafts for the second round for like six hours. Wow. And it was so much fun. Um, so like, even if you don't win Tavern vs. Tavern, you get something out of it. Just that time you're taking to prepare with these people, you bond in, a, in, another, in another way when you're taking time to practice with people. And trying to improve yourselves as a team. Wow, so. that really—that's great. And I, I do have one question. I, I remember the question I, I wanted to ask you. As the winning innkeeper, what piece of advice would you give other innkeepers heading into the next TVT season? What's your golden piece of advice or um, thing that you learned with regards to you know managing your team and getting your team to the point that you could get to BlizzCon and win? Um, I I chose people that I, I... I guess I chose people that I just trusted. People that were ingrained into my community um, and that I felt were going to put in the work and the effort and to, to, to win this. Um, well, I guess I chose Conrad, who chose the other two. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> But, um, I mean, I think every innkeeper is going to have their own way of approaching who they choose for their teams for Tavern versus Tavern. I know Bites had a tournament for his. I, I know some other people probably did the same. Um, it, but I, I guess the number one thing is to, to just uh, don't procrastinate, prepare, and have fun at it at the same time. Like, if you guys are stressing over, like, what decks to bring or stuff like that, then you're doing it all wrong. Because we didn't really um, think about, like, we, we were, of course, trying to win, but we, we didn't think about winning until, like, we were in the round of four in the second round. Like, in the second round, we were like, oh, my God, we're here. Like, for us, it was just... Uh, our usual thing, which is competing in tournaments. My guys, they, um, they, they, they have this uh, secret group called the East Coast Mafia, uh, and they, they call themselves that because they go all, all up and down the East Coast, uh, taking uh, all the tavern heroes across the East Coast. So they're well, they don't just... come up to Halifax. So. <laughs> not a secret. It's not a secret anymore. <laughs> So, um, oh. we, we did have a couple of questions from the chat. Uh, Bites asks, what would you hope changes or maybe works differently next year? For Tavern vs. Tavern? Yes. Um, I, one, when it came, I, it's going to be a really difficult problem for them to solve, but uh, I would, like, our Tavern, I know other Taverns probably would have had more than one team if we could have confirmed those teams are playing what happened was was because my team too i couldn't say like you're guaranteed in it's only if 80 taverns don't sign up they just went to other local taverns um so i guess to make it easier for taverns who have a big community to get multiple teams in because i feel only choose like if you have a big community choosing three people is really hard mm -hmm. um also, I would say that's the biggest thing right there. Okay. 
Um, also, Marspad asks, name one thing you liked and one thing you didn't like about the event. Um, the 3v3 round robin I felt was the perfect format because everyone played everyone. There was no QRNG like where uh, based on how you Q could decide a match because everyone was going to play everyone. So every you, your decks are gonna want your deck. All three of your decks are gonna play all three of your opponent's decks, mm-hmm. and so I felt and um, the matches didn't take too long either. And um, I would say the thing I didn't like was the second round uh, in the pool of sixty-four legendaries. Uh, they had really, really, really good ones like Doctor Boom, Ragnaros, Sylvanas, and then they had. The absolute worst legendaries you could possibly have, which were Prince Malkazar, Millhouse Mana Storm, uh, Major Domo, cards that it like you're you're being forced to put these cards into your decks, and if you are forced to draft one of these cards and then you draw it in a game, that is basically a dead card, and that just doesn't feel good. I feel it. The format would have been so much better if it was more about like, all the legendaries in the pool were somewhat good. There's no really bad ones. And it was just more about which legendaries fit your decks better compared to the others. And that's how you drafted. Rather than what it became was, they just tried to draft the least amount of bad legendaries as possible. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. That's yeah. that's cool. All right, well, I guess that's going to probably uh, do it for us this week. Um we uh, had a great time having uh, Wave on the show again. Thank you for joining us. Thank you Thank for you having and me. Congrats. Seriously. Thank you. Yes. Um, our pleasure. You're you're our champion innkeeper right now. <laughs> it's our duty to um, just kind of help give you a platform to kind of, you know, showcase the program because you know, especially if they're expanding it next year and making it bigger, you know, we want to, we want to hype it up and hype you up and all the great work and, you've and done let you know, and team. let you know, some of us are gunning for you next year. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, already, I was already like, I'm coming for you next year. Oh yeah, I know. And uh, I'm looking forward to the competition, but I'm looking forward to be two time champion. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this week we kind of talked about the Tavern v. Tavern Finals, and we talked about Kobolds and Catacombs launch parties. Make sure you join us next week for episode number 10 of the Innkeepers Podcast. So, um, Wave, if people want to follow you online, why don't you tell them where they can find Uh. you? You can follow me at Weva uh, at Weva on Twitter. You're getting me to pronounce my name wrong. <laughs> um, but at W H E V A on Twitter is where you can find me. Um, that's or you if you're looking to get advice on starting a competitive community yourself. I um, I I like. It's something I want to stress is that I don't think every community should be competitive. I don't think every community should be casual. I think there's a place for both. And I think there's a place for a community to also be both. It's just mm-hmm. not I just agree. what I made my community. That's where my passion is. But I completely admire and respect people like Scott and O'Leary and uh, Avidantes and Sam Benson uh, from KC Firesides who do these amazing uh, so, more social gatherings, and um, like if we're, like you, I, I just think more firesides the better. And if you're more interested in com- competitive community, you can hit me up on Discord. Uh, I'm at Weva, or I think at Steven. What am I on the Innkeepers Discord? In Discord, <laughs> um, it depends. So they can search for your. Um... Your server nickname, which is Steven, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that your actual Discord is Weva. So if, if they search either, they're going to find you. Yeah, uh, Steven Fairfax VA or Weva on Discord. Just PM me and I, I will give you as much advice as you want on starting up a competitive community. All right. So, that, that's where um, I am uh, most experienced with. Nice. All right. Aliri, where can they find you? 
You can find me on Twitter um, at Aliri, A-L-E-I-R-R-I. And of course, you can always find me hanging out in the Discord server, the Innkeeper Discord server that recently, very recently, I finally categorized our channels. (laughs) They're a bit broken up now, a bit more separated. So we have groups of channels for community aspects and then fireside planning and our public channels. Um, Yeah, I'm usually skulking around in there somewhere. Um, How about you, where can people find out and reach about you? Yeah, reach out to you. <laughs> the easiest way would be uh, on Twitter at Avantis HS, or um, every week you can find me on Twitch on Wednesday nights at seven thirty Eastern at twitch.tv slash ecmmogamers, where I am hosting the Hero Power Hearthstone podcast. Uh, this coming Wednesday night. We're going to be playtesting decks with Marin the Fox. So come join us. It should be a lot of fun to see what, uh, see how Marin works in this current environment. Yeah, I need to set a reminder for your podcast because I've only managed to catch it a couple of times. And I, I'm always like, it's Thursday and I'm like, dang it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, I believe you're an it. hour ahead of us too. So it would be 8.30 yeah. your time. I'll be 9. No, because you, it'd be 9.30 my time, wouldn't it? Right, well, it's, we're, it's 7.30 Eastern. Oh, okay. So, I thought you said 8.30 mm-hmm. yeah. before. Yeah, okay. 7.30 Eastern, so. All right, uh, okay. so don't forget, you can find all these great innkeeper resources at hsinkeepers.com or through Blizzard's site, which is resources.firesidegatherings.com. And that's going to do it for us this week. As we close the show, we want to thank all of you for joining us in chat or whether you're listening at home. And we'll see you all again next week. Thanks for listening to the Innkeepers podcast. For all sorts of Hearthstone community-related goodness, check out hsinkeepers.com. Come on now, are you just roping me along? Swing hammer!